It sounds reasonable to say that we will take a good idea wherever we can find it. But there's a disaster that results when we don't take time to find out the source of that idea. In 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 38, there was a famine in the land and there was no food. There was dryness and there was hardship. But this was the physical, socio-economic, agricultural reality. But behind it was a spiritual case. God had told his people in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 16 to 17, that if you depart from me and go after other gods, I will close up the heavens and there will be no rain. Your ground will become like iron and things will not be able to grow. In other words, God was saying to the people that when you walk away from me, you'll be famished because there will be a famine in the land. And when you leave me and abandon my word and chase after other gods, you'll be hungry. Now, Elisha was a prophet and he had the responsibility to explain to the people the spiritual reason behind their social dilemma. Because the people will not automatically make the connection between no food and their relationship with God. The people can only see that there's no rain, nothing is growing, we are hungry and they want a cure but they cannot see the cause of it. And perhaps all of this chaos that we see today is a sign that we're in a famine. When you're hungry and nothing you do yields or satisfies, then you're in a famine. When you're hungry and you can't get what you need to fix the hunger that you possess, then you're in a famine. And until we make the correlation between our social, economic, family, personal starvation and the spiritual reality behind it, that is departure from God and his standard, we would stay hungry. We would stay hungry for peace, hungry for productivity, hungry for harmony, hungry for unity, hungry for oneness, hungry for justice, hungry for order, hungry for equity. And until the cause is addressed, the cure cannot be experienced. And in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 38, Elisha saw that even the sons of the prophet were hungry also, so he gave an instruction to his servant to prepare a large pot of stew for the sons of the prophet. However, one of his servants had a bright idea. He went out and found a wild cucumber. And the problem with the wild cucumber is that right inside the cucumber is a potent poison. He sees a cucumber on the outside, but poison sits right inside and his eyes couldn't see. The sons of the prophets ate the pot of stew and they experienced food poisoning. And they cried out to the prophet Elisha saying, there's death in the pot, help us. Friends, when you go out to the world to shop for poisonous ideas and poisonous worldviews and perspectives through poisonous people, they may seem bright. They may seem like they will make your life better, heal your depression, release your struggles, strengthen you and advance you. But when we mix the truth of God's word with these poisonous ideas, it leads to death. Now, we do not deny the truth of God's word. We just mix it with poisonous perspectives. We contaminate the truth such that the truth that was supposed to set us free ends up killing us because it has been contaminated and because it has been mixed up with something that it cannot accept. Stay away from the illegitimate mixture of God's way and the world's way. The illegitimate mixture of human wisdom and divine wisdom because you cancel out God's results with the wrong combination 
of God and the world. You make the word of God of no effect because you're mixing it with the traditions and the culture of men. There's poison in the pot. There's death in the pot. But there's life in the truth of God's word. Have a blessed day, friends.